Welcome to FFC Top 3, a show where we, your FFC hosts, count things down from 3 to number 1. Thank you for joining us this week. If you have suggestions for Top 3, be sure to drop us a note in the usual locations on Twitter, at FocusFireChat, in our Discord, or even email us at FocusFireChat.com, or at gmail.com, there we go, and on the poll. I keep forgetting to add this to this intro, and sometime I'm actually going to get it all the way through without having to stumble over things, but this week... We are going to do top three comfort foods, and we have a special guest with us this week. We have one of my clanmates, Mr. Dwyer Fire 13 That's right. You still have the numbers in your name, even though Lux keeps yelling at you for it? Honestly, I think I need to keep them now just to drive him crazy. I was All about right. to say, Sounds- that seems like something that you, at this point, if someone's yelling at you to do something, that, that's almost an indicator that you need to not do it. I, I mean, I had my one offer for a change of a name. Um, green here would have disowned me if I went for it. I found a way that yeah. the cheese titan, was, it was available. <laughs> yep. I was yep. ready to fire on it. I just love it. the response. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was like he popped that, that idea in chat. Well, I think I was streaming at the time. I might not have been, but he popped that idea up and I was just like, no, no, no. I will not associate with somebody named the cheese titan. I'm sorry. Oh, because you're the one who does the the uh, brachion. Uh huh. He is the one who breaks <laughs> I brachion. Tip, and I makes tip him... my uh-huh. hat to you, sir, because yeah. that is amazing. Oh my god! Every time we go and do that, keep doing it. Together. Keep doing it. Don't. Mm. <laughs> For those of you who don't know the story. Dwyer is one of my clanmates, and we run a lot of things together. And one of the things we run on occasion is the nightfall or just normal strikes. And we do the, is it, what is the name of that strike? Uh, it's the, the one that has Brachion in it. I want to say it's the Pyramidian, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It is the Pyramidian. So we do that strike, and we always get to the boss, and this Titan over here <laughs> the, the likes sigh, to... The sigh is the best part. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He loves to try to one-phase him, but he never quite does it. So he'll break him all the way to the point where Brachion's going to be moving around the map. But the game doesn't realize that he's not supposed to do phase one and phase two and just skip to phase three. So he goes invincible (laughs) with his sniper firing off all the time. And chases you around the map <laughs> while Which you're is trying to unlock the plates. By the way. <laughs> yeah, because you still have to unlock the plates. And you can't Such hurt him. A... <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you just have to run. And for those of it's us like who Michael survive, Meyer- Myers. <laughs> oh for God, those of us so who bad. survive D one, it brings back the trauma caused by Crota glitching into the cha- yes. the, the waiting That's room. Exactly what it is. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Still oh one of the best. Because it happened yes. to. Oh my gosh! It happened. It happened. That happened to us once, and I, I, that was probably one of the few times I legitimately just was like, ah, ah, no, 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 no. Like I just, because I just trauma PTSD from the Crota glitch just like flashed right? through my head. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I only had that happen to me once, and I just kind of sat down and took it because you just, you just don't, you can't run. If he glitches oh, in, the Crota like, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just mm-hmm. yeah. That's a I mean, there's a part of you. There's a part of you that has like the natural tendency to try to escape, and then yeah, logic catch out catches up, and you're like, yeah, this is not going to end well. Yeah, basically. But talking about something that's a little less scary, let's talk about comfort food. Dwyer, I'm going to have you start us off, then Blue, and then I will 
finish off on as I always do. So what is your number three top three comfort foods? So this was something that I've been pouring over for the last three days now, um, arguing with people at work over because everyone and I mean literally everyone at my job said mac and cheese as the first thing. And then I asked them to specify, and it just, one guy said Kraft, one guy said Annie's, one person said homemade. <laughs> like, if I can go to a microwave and make a mac and cheese in two minutes, I don't know if that's really comfort food. But That's fair. I love mac and cheese. Anyone who's heard oh. me talk in any of Green Streams or elsewhere, I love cheese in general. Um, so what I do, I like to cook when I have the time. Uh, I make a mushroom alfredo. And mm-hmm. I like to do it with an herb-crusted chicken and a tossed arugula salad. And it's just that nice, warm, heavy, comforting, I can now go into a food coma nap for the next 45 minutes type of meal. So yeah, that, that's going to be my number three comfort food. Just carbs. I heard a lot of carbs right there. <laughs> um, which is always... Green. Yeah. It's comfort food. Like I got I got you. That's, that's what I mean. It's like comfort food, like... All of mine have some Bibble. sort of carbs in them, too. Bibble. Uh-huh. Yeah, basically. Oh, man. Blue, what about your number three? Well, she, if, if Green's getting on you for carbs, she's going to, like, have a heart attack about mine. Because uh, mine's not, mine's not like, I definitely get that uh, with the mac and cheese piece. Uh, I totally get that. But mine actually is a Monte Carlo. Um Okay. Though, like, especially if it's well, like, well made, like, I've had bad ones and they're, they're bad. Like, they are bad. But, uh, if, if you get, if you find a place that knows how to make them, like, we have a Cheddar's up here in our area. Finally, we got Mm -hmm. one up here. And they just, they, they're pretty consistent. Like, every now and then they won't, they won't have quite the, they won't quite get it. But, uh, for the most part, they generally always get it pretty good. But yeah, just, so I'm, I'm a huge fan of Southern comfort food. So okay, that's going to be... Uh, all right. I'm going to have you yell at me. You ready? I've never <laughs> had a Monte Carlo. Really? And I actually don't... I could not tell you how to make one. I'm not even oh, entirely okay. sure. I just I know can't... it has... I know it has ham, I think, and powdered sugar. And I'm like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. So, okay. So Monte Carlo is basically... it. It's, a, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, it's a ham and cheese sandwich. And basically what it is is it's been deep fried. Uh, and so what you do is you have like a ham and cheese, just a ham and cheese sandwich, and they're usually pretty ridiculously large. Like, I mean, it's just really big. Um, and what they often will put it with is like uh, a raspberry jam usually, and then they mm-hmm. dust it, they dust it with powdered sugar. So it's basically, uh, the easy way to explain it is you take, instead of bread, you basically take French toast and then make a ham and cheese sandwich. And put Swiss cheese on it and put it all together and melt it together. Yeah, no, that's, I'm, I'm good. No, and it, I mean, and it's not, and it's yeah. admittedly, I was in a huge argument on Twitter about food today. So, you know, uh-huh. t- tomato gravy is just sounds disgusting and I don't want anything to do with it. So I completely understand that, like, you know, there's, I remember when I first tried one, uh, mm-hmm. it is, I'm not going to lie. It is a little bit of an acquired taste. Like it's the 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 combination of flavors is very unique, uh, right? And that's why I'm saying if if you don't get a good one, it's very like it. This Noticeable. is this is, yeah. This is one of those foods that like if people don't know what they're doing when they're making it, it's very apparent. 
um, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird for a comfort food because uh, usually that's like laid back food. Um, right. But yeah, this is like one of the one. This is one of the things that I don't usually actually even let myself get them, except for like very rarely. Uh, okay. And so yeah, it could be because it's also you know enormously unhealthy for you, as right. you can. Um, I mean, and, and if you look up, like if you just Google Monte Carlo sandwich, you'll see what I'm talking about. It, it's you look at this thing and you feel five pounds get added to you. Like it's just it's there's not a gentle way of I- saying that. I just have this thing with like salty and sweet things being right. put together. Just yeah. does not. It just generally does not work for me. For the most the, part, I'm I'm kind of there with you. Uh, this is I. It's I blame being raised in Texas, like because text like in the South, we appreciate deep frying just about any. Like if it if it exists, we've probably tried to deep fry it. I'm right. just going to call that out on ourselves. It's like, like state fair food. State fair food. I mean, state fair. Yeah. State fair food is like, if you've ever been to a Texas state fair, you'll, you know what I'm talking about. They will deep fry anything like, and I mean pretty much anything. If you can stick it on a stick, it has probably been deep fried at some point. Even if you can't stick it on a stick, they've probably tried to deep fry it at some point. Um, yep. And so Monte Cristo is kind of just the the dinner equivalent of that mentality, I think. It's the easiest way to explain it. I can see that. I just, mm, I don't know. It's just one of those things, like, it's, I had this argument with some of the Hydra clan, too. It's like, chicken and waffles is another one that I'm like, nope, I, I just don't, I just don't want to try it. Um, because it just is weird. It gets it gets under my skin a little bit because of the, the salty and the sweet going on together. And I'm sure that I'm going to be like... People are going to be like, what? You just haven't tried the right one. I'm like, uh, yeah, you're right, because I haven't tried any of them. Um, <laughs> I mean, and some, and like, there's, I mean, like, with most food, I'll try most of the stuff, but there, there's, I mean, I, def- I definitely get what you're saying about the sandwich. Like, I mean, there's some things that they're, it, part of the part of the hump that you have to get over with the Monte Cristo is just getting over what it looks like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's it's one of those things where it's like you look at it and you're like uh what yeah yeah i yeah my number 3 is a little less i guess particular like it, it's pretty forgiving um there's there's good ones and there's bad ones but it's pretty forgiving and the if you have a bad one it's still going to be a pretty good one I don't know. That's just a really convoluted way of saying it. it's hard to mess up. And it's uh, either a chili dog or a Chicago dog. Mm. Hot dogs are kind of my go-to whenever I, I really don't feel like making dinner. And we we make stews and chilies and stuff like that pretty often. And so having a chili dog available is really pretty easy. And so that is one of my go-tos pretty often. But a Chicago dog, that is like my special treat. Um I really, when I lived close to a Sonic, and I know this is going to be sacrilege to some people who really like a true Chicago dog, I used to get uh, Sonic Chicago dogs, and those were pretty good. But yeah, that's those are mine. Pretty simple, comfort food, easy, easy to make, easy to easy to love. So number two, Dwaya, what's your number two? So I'm a marine biology student. All the research I want to do is out in the South Pacific. And I've always loved the idea of the tropics, so living in the northeast of the U.S. doesn't make that very easy. A way to get around that, though, uh, I make a cinnamon brown sugar baked pineapple. 
and mm-hmm. it's got that nice balance of the acidity with the sweetness and it just takes you to somewhere on a warm beach where you're away from the snow and cold we have a pink colada and everything yeah warm happy not very comforting type of food not not the cold wilderness that i feel like i live in sometimes yeah i gotcha i gotcha, I gotcha. we do the we do I've done the grilled pineapple before. I've not, like, broiled it or anything like that, but uh, we do a cabbage the same way with the cinnamon and sugar, which sounds really, really odd now that I'm talking about it after the pineapple, but that one was also pretty good. Blue, your number two. Chicken fried steak. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. That's an I mean, easy one. Again, coming from the South that I as I do... Uh, that's like the nice thing about chicken fried steak. I'm just going to kind of put this out there is unlike my number three, it is really, really freaking hard to mess up a chicken fried steak because it's already kind of destroyed. Well, it's already kind of like the leftovers as far as the meat goes. Like you're not going to overcook. Like, I guess you could technically overcook a chicken fried steak. I've ne- I'll be honest. I've never had one. I know that they technically exist if you really don't pay attention to what you're doing for like three hours. Um, but if you do, you just put more gravy on it. So, I mean, it kind of works right, out but, in the end. So, you know how they most restaurants do the chicken fried steak so they don't become tough? Oh, yeah, if you the, don't cook it enough, yeah, I guess. Well, no, no, no. Well, not even that. You can overcook the out of it because what they do is they they put it through a processor where it basically pokes, like, hundreds and hundreds of tiny little holes into it. Mm. So it, it it's tenderized within an inch of its life, which is why you can always cut it with a, a knife and fork, like a little butter knife and fork instead of... Oh, yeah, see, knife. I don't have those. <laughs> I always have what, you a always knife or? no no like the ones that you can cut with a butter knife. Mine you always have to uh, have it. You like, want I the mean, real thick ones? Yeah, like I I usually we we go like Cracker Barrel does a pretty good job with it. Um, again, Cheddar's has a really good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple different places that actually are here in the Midwest area that have actually pretty good ones. Um, but yeah, it's I yeah I just I just really again comfort food is comfort food. It's not not meant to be healthy right i gotcha i mean mine was a hot dog so i'm not i'm not judging on the health aspects of it <laughs> just, it's not destroyed it you just put it more is... gravy on it <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i mean it's true <laughs> if you <laughs> sorry <laughs> i know yeah but i don't know comfort food always reminds me of home a lot of times mm-hmm. and so like chicken fried steak definitely reminds me of growing up in kansas but another thing that i had quite a bit is one of my very first jobs i worked with my aunt who was a cook at a local restaurant and i worked as the dishwasher there she would make tacos and they are probably the they would be the special for the day and they are the whitest tacos you could possibly think of like the white person taco it is literally like boiled um ground beef that has been like seasoned and have cheese and a white flour tortilla i mean i i grew up in a very hispanic uh populated area 
And so I, I fully, fully realize that this is like an atrocious thing as far as Mexican food goes, and I wouldn't even call it Mexican food. But there's something real special about having just that really utterly um, white person taco almost that is absolutely <laughs> delicious. Sorry. <laughs> it's just so awkward to say, but yeah. Uh. <laughs> what? What did I break you or no? They, no, this, I just, I just, you? no. Well, both because yeah, <laughs> wicked, wicked's getting offended because I have never question. Cheddars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? And, Bibble, and Bibble's like, it'll hurt you, and then laugh. <laughs> cheddars, I. There's I I don't know if it's just a Midwest thing because I know there's one in Wichita when I was there. Yeah, it's a it's like a Southern slash Midwest thing. It's it's really it's really big. And I honestly I'm not sure where it originated from. I just know that in Texas we've always had them around. Um, Right. And so like for us it was was just a staple of growing up down there. Uh, And they just recently opened one up pretty close to our house up here in the KCMO area. Uh, mm-hmm. so there's, there's, I think one, there may be two. There's, I know there's at least one here. <laughs> Cheddar's is like it's, what it's TJI Fridays really like wanted TGI to Fridays be. Fridays or Applebee's had a baby with Cracker Barrel. That is Cheddar's. And it was really successful. Okay. Unlike its parents. Yeah, right. I mean, Applebee's. Well, is... Cracker, Cracker, Cracker Barrel is pretty good, but like the other two, like, you know, Applebee's they don't, not, yeah. is huge up here right now. I don't know if it's going around across mm. the country, but we have one dollar drinks like all month long. Mm. That just sounds like a bad, bad, bad like, plan. That's bad a, plan. that sounds like you know nickel shots. That's just going to end badly for everyone involved. <laughs> this month is all. Uh, I think it's strawberry vodka lemonades. One dollar all month. Oh. oh man, yeah. That just sounds like a headache <laughs> the next day. Oh, I'm sure. I avoid that. But that brings us to number ones already. What is your number one comfort food? Dwyer, I think Bibble wants to mail you (laughs) cheddars. He wants to mail you, like, cheddars? Like, I'm I'm pretty sure, Bibble, that that's not going to make it through the mail. Bibble and Wicked are like, wow, can you exist without this? Um, Oh, my goodness. So, number one, I'm going off your theme that you just laid on feeling like at home. Since I've been born, as far as I know, my dad, every year, we make a homemade chicken soup, large batch, every single year. It's whatever we have overstock, we put in the freezer, we heat it up whenever we need to, and uh, yeah, it's just home. Like a chicken chicken noodle soup type thing? It turns into what we call kitchen sink soup, where, oh, hey, Mm. we have Mm -hmm. all this extra stuff in the garden, let's turn it into soup. It's always a chicken-based stock, and just goes from there. Yeah, it's like ah. the, it's like the meatloaf equivalent of soup. Yeah, and it ends up once it starts to gelatinize, looks like what's in the kitchen sink after you do dishes, right? I guess uh, we don't try. Yeah, we don't I guess tend it, to let soup gelatinize. I don't know. <laughs> I was about to say that assumes that it stays around long enough, but <laughs> my family was not big on soups. Oh not no, really, yeah, at least. soups are soups are good. Mm-hmm. Blue, what about your number one? Mine is pretty much generally anything within the Tex-Mex variety, but especially enchiladas. Uh, I really, really like enchiladas. Um, 
And I, again, that's just growing up in the area that we grew up in. That that was just kind of the thing that we always had. Like, so it's kind of the same kind of the same theme as you guys are mentioning here. It's uh, it's what was the the most common thing for us to have. So, like enchiladas, uh, usually with a sour cream sauce of some kind, is what I really like. Um, but like pretty much just any Tex-Mex food will make me mm. pretty happy. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a pretty broad thing, but I was, I remember the other the other month and Green. I think I might have probably you were in one of the chats that I was freaking out because I found a place that hand makes uh, makes handmade tamales in the KCMO mm-hmm. area, which by the God, way is like so apparently good. I it's so weird to me moving to a place that doesn't know what a kolache is and doesn't doesn't have handmade tamales readily available. Like that's really bizarre to me. Um, and and that's what KCMO is, uh, but so I found handmade tamale a place that that makes handmade tamales. They just brought in a company at one of our local. There's a chain of uh, stores called High V in this area, and they just brought in a company that they actually hand make tamales from Austin, and then they deep mm-hmm. they basically deep freeze them to preserve them. Which, if you've ever had a tamale, that's completely acceptable. Uh, that's how we store them all year. Mm-hmm. But um, and so they they're having those now, and then they also just opened up uh, multiple kolache stops around the area. So I'm like, oh, oh yeah, so we're we're good, now. we're good. I'm like, I am completely okay with everything now. So funny tamales. I've I've done so many fundraisers with like different sports teams over the years that I've either been on or have have helped coach, and we would either make tamales or burritos mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're so easy. You can do a dozen of them, and then you get you toss them in the freezer, and you yep. just heat them up in the microwave, and yep. they work just fine. And they it's they're great. I mean like it it takes it takes no like aforementioned knowledge to make a tamale and when you hand make them oh my god they're just Mm -hmm. they're just delicious yes tamales are super super yummy i've had bad ones but it you really there's i've had two different types of tamales i've had obviously the different type of filling in them but they're they make tamales at the farmer's market here in town and they do a sweet mash instead of just the typical masa oh so it's a sweet corn masa. So it's a sweeter tamale, which is actually really good. It's nice and different. I love all the different types of that. But it goes to my number one, which has been my favorite food since I was really, really young. It's, it's very much so something that um, if I'm having a hard time, Julie will make for me because she knows it's my, my, my happy place. And it was actually the very first recipe I ever learned how to make. And it is tater tot casserole. Nice. Yeah, it is just... It's, I mean, we were talking about carbs and stuff like that. It is literally just ground beef, cream of mushroom soup, mushrooms, tater tots, and cheese. That is all that tater tot casserole is. And it is absolutely delicious. So good. But that, every time, I will eat that for days, like every single meal, and be totally happy. And I am terrible about eating leftovers. But that is definitely my comfort food, that comfort place. I know I didn't tell you about this, Dwyer, but do you have any others, like, also rands that almost made your top three list but didn't quite get there? I have, like, a million, but <laughs> mm-hmm. um, shepherd's pie. Just, uh, yeah. yeah. That type of meal where I'll eat it and put me right to sleep. Um, this one isn't from my household. My 
first roommate from college before I transferred out, um, his mom is off the boat Italian. Her name's Alessandra Torticelli. She makes a homemade lasagna that is to die for. And yeah, just comforting. And you Mm -hmm. feel, I don't have a drop of Italian in me. And I feel like I'm in Rome being held by a grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Being held close to the chest, kind of being smothered like slightly. Like Nona's sitting there just feeding me plate of manja, manja. God. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That, where's, that's... where's Ben's when we need him? Right? Yeah. So. Man. Uh, there's... Blue, what about you? Uh, what? I'm sure there's others, just that's the first two that come to mind. Oh yeah, for sure. Blue, do you have any also rands? No, nah, I mean, my, my number one is pretty all-encompassing when it comes to Tex-Mex like that's that's it like just anything with the Tex-Mex is just gonna make and it's just stuff that you know again like you guys were saying it just reminds me of home um Mm -hmm. because that's that's really what we kind of grew up eating was that so no not really yeah I get that uh patty melts would be my number or like my number four essentially that's something if I see it or um, what is it? Philly cheesesteaks. Mm-hmm. Those are the two sandwiches that I'm like, you know, if I see them on a menu, I'm very likely going to order one of them. And that's definitely a comfort thing and just something I judge a place very harshly on their ability to make a patty melt. Because um, if you put mustard on it, I'm going to disown you. Because um, you don't. A patty melt is a hamburger patty with Swiss cheese or provolone cheese, depending on where you're at. And grilled onions on rye bread, and I, my mouth is watering just talking about it. It's <laughs> it's it's a tavern food essentially. Like you see it in a lot of bars, and where I grew up is very common to see on. And if you go to the bar in town, because in Kansas bars and aren't really bars, they don't do hard liquor there. They do beer, but they still call it the bar. And it's mainly a tavern that do food and stuff like that too. And Almost all of those places have a patty melt on it. It is so, 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 so good. And I, chat, I feel bad. I'm sorry, chat. They're like, I need to go eat something. This is, this is one of those things. But yes, uh, Inside Out Burgers are really good. Those are another one. Yeah. Next week, top three. And I forgot what it was off the top of my head. I had it written down. Blue, do you remember what it was off the top of your head? It's like it top is three. Bad Habits. Ah, top three bad habits. Oh, you get to learn a little bit more about us beyond just the uh, what you can feed us. You get to see the darker side of us, mm-hmm. I guess, a little bit. Uh, I know which which is an it, which is a good head. one for next week's topic as well. It goes it goes really mm-hmm. well with it. Remind me what next hive week's mythology. Topic is? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like yeah, that's 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 fitting. There's yeah, no that is no fitting. bad habits in the hive mythology. What? No, no, there's no bad choices, bad decisions. I mean, everything in Destiny is a bad decision. (laughs) You don't have to be hived. They don't have a, like, a monopoly on that. That's true. I mean, the Fallen and the Cabal. Anyway, before we go down that tangent, thank you for joining us for Top 3 this week. I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys checking in and sending in all these different uh, topics that you want to hear us discuss. It's so, I know on the poll, and this is something I wanted to talk to you about, Blue, is that when we, when you can make suggestions on the poll, I know that the suggestion box is right underneath the top threes. It's also meant for suggestions for topics for the regular show. Yep. 
we got we got a lot of them last week actually so this weekend this weekend's poll is this weekend's poll is huge like the ffc topics we got amazing feedback last week um i actually am really excited to see what we get this week because we Uh, we've had a lot of people for instance who are wanting us to kind of dive into specific uh exotic and legendary armor sets for each of the seasons uh is one is one of the one of the suggestions that i saw on there and i was like that is an Mm -hmm. amazing and just excellent way to kind of uh prioritize wise break down armor sets that have a lot of really Mm -hmm. cool connections so yeah the the feedback actually this last weekend was really good i really really had a lot of good feedback from those yeah definitely i like it i really like it thank you guys for making those suggestions by the way um it helps keep we start running out of ideas unless there's a new season which obviously the new season just dropped but um we start running out of ideas so if you guys are like hey i really want to know more about this or why what is going on with anna bray or what is going on with all these different characters or why like what's going on in these legendary armor sets that's great i love it i love you guys oh my gosh peregrine greaves yes that is (laughs) man at arms has promised and he is in the process of making a new video for that by the way so shout out to him and top three here but thank you guys for joining us as always hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time and remember everybody loves the list